Welcome to Midlife Madness Podcast. I'm Leslie Neese. This is my sister Marie Brace here with me. And uh, Midlife Madness is a podcast about things that happen to you in midlife, but also in life in general. So if you're not in your midlife and you want to hang out with us, we invite you to do so. I think I think actually you're going to find today's topic a little, um, uh, I don't know. Stressful? No, relevant. And relevant. yeah, and possibly even helpful because- we're going to go over some tips on how to help with it. But this is a podcast where we check our ego at the door. We have unfiltered conversations about midlife issues or life in general. Um, and sometimes we talk about things that people don't generally talk about out loud. Um, so it's kind of a fun little thing that we do. And and basically, my sister and I, we've always had great phone conversations about things. And this is a topic that I wanted to talk to her about because I'm struggling with it. And and I thought, you know what? Let's let's not talk on the phone, just the two of us. Let's talk with our friends on the podcast. So we're talking through this. I don't necessarily have all the answers. Marie's got more answers than I have, but um, today we're talking about <clears throat> road rage. <laughs> I just got. I literally just got anxious saying it. Well, Do you. <sighs> so here's the deal. We need to talk through it. We're going to learn and talk because okay. it's. I think we both have issues here. It's so strange because I am a nice person. Me too. I'm a nice person. But when I drive, I'm mm-hmm. not always a nice person. I don't I don't like myself when I'm when I've got my road yeah. rage. I don't I don't like who I am when that yeah. happens. Um oh Bev, Bev says I'm probably one of very few people that doesn't have road rage. Oh my gosh. However, my son has it bad and scares me to death. I've noticed after living in Charlotte for 23 years, when I go to West Virginia, traffic is much slower. That is so true, Beth, because I used to do that too. And I was like, what is with people? They're so slow. Now in Florida, highway traffic, everyone speeds. Interstate traffic is always backed up. People that weave in and out of traffic amuse me. Golly, I wish they amused me. They because they get nowhere fast. They get nowhere <laughs> fast. I pick a lane and stay there, except the passing lane. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. Okay. Well, Bev, you're you're in the right place today. We're going to be talking about it. Maybe we'll educate you a little bit. Or hey, maybe Lori, she can educate us. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll educate her on the dark side. <laughs> she, she clearly doesn't have anger issues, but uh, yeah, we do. Um, but anyway, there are some rules here at Midlife Madness. We we don't talk about politics and we don't pass judgment. So we're we're a safe place here on the internet, which is very rare. <laughs> so, so when we tell you about our road rage stuff, <clears throat> try at least not to judge us. Yes. Um, because we're not gonna judge each other. There's Mandy. Hi, Mandy. We'll be talking Mandy about her in a little oh, bit. Yeah, yeah. She she made the she made the cut of what yeah. we're gonna be talking about. <laughs> Lori says, I have very little road rage. It has to be very bad for me to get mad. Ugh, all y'all need Let's to do. Why are they doing the podcast? We're doing the po- <laughs> We suck at this, like real bad. Okay, but before we go there, um, of course we need to embarrass ourselves first. So we have a little segment called, I can't believe she said that out loud. Would you like to start us off again, Marie? I will. And um, I wanna preface it by saying, this isn't a specific example. This is just what I do. I'm not proud of it. Um, but okay, here's what I wrote. If I'm going five to 10 miles over the speed limit, have traffic in front of me, and you're still tailgating me, I will do two things. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> That's not one of the things she'll do if you're listening no. and not watching. No. Kathy just said hi. Hi, Kathy. Good to see you. Um, hey, I'm going to do two things if you do this to me because I have okay. no control over this traffic that we're in. Okay. I'm going to slow down. Oh. And that'll make you mad. And my windshield will magically be so dirty that I'll have to clean it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you're one of them. You're one of them. I, only, I mean, only when it's deserved. <laughs> oh, yeah, but is it though, like, how do we know if it's really deserved? We decide. We're like the judge, the jury, the executioner <laughs> of our own little scenario. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So here's my, I can't believe she said that out loud. And this is really, I don't know why I'm like pulling out the worst of the worst lately when I tell my stories, but um, it's a road rage thing. I was on my way to go speak at a church retreat for the whole weekend. And my daughter, my teenage daughter was in the passenger seat beside me. 
Now, let me just preface this by saying that if my kids are with me, um, mama bear comes out. So like I get even more angry when people do stupid things because my child, you're like risking the life of my child. Are you joking me right now? Like it just, no, that's a big no. So anyway, I am driving and we're on a road and it was a very busy like beltway kind of road and some jerk cut me off real bad. And I literally almost wrecked. I mean, it was really bad. And before I could even think, a terrible word came flying out of my mouth. Mind you, I'm on my way to go speak at a Christian retreat with my daughter. And, and it sounded kind of like, I don't know how bass, um, shoal. Oh. It sounded like bass shoal. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. It's terrible. And I was like, as soon as it came, I was like, bash hole. And then I just like looked and I went, Oh my goodness. I can't believe I said that, but I actually said the word and I looked at my daughter and she was like pale. Cause I just, you know, cussing is not like something that you hear from me all the time. And, and I said, Oh my goodness. And so immediately I start thinking you have no business going and teaching the Bible to these beautiful, lovely women who probably never do this. You're the only person in the world who ever has this kind of temper. You're the worst. You're the worst. You're the worst. All I could hear was this voice. And I was like, okay, I know what that is. I know that the enemy, which I know if you're a Christian, you believe there's an enemy and, and that would be Satan himself. And, and he was giving me thoughts of in superior, like you have no business teaching the Bible because you're a horrible person. And I knew that wasn't true. I knew I did a bad thing. So I got to the, the place and um, the first thing I did, they introduced me and I went up there and I was like, y'all clapping now, but wait till you hear what I have to say. And I confessed what I did. I confessed it to the entire ple- you know, place. And then I said, okay, so, and I, you know, I just want, you know, I'm really sorry. And I apologize, especially if, if that bash shoal was one of you. I mean, I didn't know what if it was and they were on their way. Right. And I said, I'm so sorry. And I, you know, but I'm human. And I said, has anybody here ever done that before? (laughs) Every woman (laughs) raised their hand and they all started laughing. I was like, I am going to love you guys. And so immediately, like what I did was I shined light on this, this dark place in my heart and and just talked about it and, and admitted that it was wrong, but that I had done it and it did not discredit me. It actually, they were like, wait, I can kind of relate to this girl. She's not perfect, you know? So it, it actually worked out well. But man, I tell you, when when you do things like that are out of your character, it's so, it's like stunning. Do you know what I mean? And I and I feel like that happens um, a little more often now that I'm older. Is this, a, is this an age thing, do you think? <sighs> I think, <laughs> I don't know why, but I always feel like I'm in a hurry. Yeah. And I'm not going anywhere important. Yeah. But I'm in a hurry for some reason. And the older I get, the more I feel that. Maybe it's because I'm getting old and I want to take advantage of You don't have a lot of time, time left. I, yes. I don't know. But the older I get, like the more of a hurry I feel like I'm in, even though I'm not. It's yeah. ridiculous. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, Mandy said, careful, guys. Your mom is watching. Okay. Mom. Hi. Are you there? She hasn't is said really? hi yet. Yay. Hi. Nancy says, hi, Leslie and Marie. Hi, Nancy. Good to see you, sort of. I mean, I guess I don't really see you, but uh-oh. <gasps> Your mama is here live this time. Mom wants to check. The- She's like, I need to know. What are y'all doing? <laughs> Who are these girls? How do I raise them? <laughs> and and Bev says that she thinks JR belongs to you, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're talking about row rage, mom. So, like. Yeah, sorry, we may embarrass you. We're not going to talk about you, but we may embarrass you just by being your children. Oh, but um, I have a story I might tell later. Oh, about mom? <laughs> yeah, stick around, mom. You don't want to miss that. <laughs> okay, so anyway, we're going to talk about it. We're going to um, talk about what frustrates us when we're driving. Um, lately, I've been very, very stressed out because we're in the process of moving. And we're moving like an hour and probably 10, 20 minutes away. So we're doing trips back and forth. So I'm like, I could do this. I could probably close my eyes and get to the house, like, and no problem at all. Um, but unfortunately, my eyes are open and I see so much. And there are so many angry people. Is it? I don't know if it's now, if it's because of Corona or what's going on in the world. I don't know. But everybody just seems so mad and in such a hurry. And like, they want to tailgate you and the quick, like, you know, 
moving over and all of that. So I've just, it's been really pronounced in my mind lately. That's why I thought we should talk about it. But there are some things, I don't know, maybe you'll relate to some of these. Number one, let's talk about is tailgaters. Okay. I remember one time I was tailgate or I was being tailgated by this truck and his grill was so close to my, like the back of me. If I would have made any mistake at all, he would have run me over. It was this huge and, and his grill was fangs. He had made fangs. I was like, he knows he's a tailgater and he's proud of it. And he's like, it's scaring me. And, and I just remember feeling so overwhelmed. And I remember saying to my daughter, that guy is so close to me. I think I can smell his breath. Do you smell it? And she thought that was funny, but I had to like dispel like the anger. Cause I thought, who are you? Why are you doing this to me? I take it so personal. So tailgaters, that's our first big obstacle. Yes. And um, so our second one is the weavers, the ones that are in and out and they think, and then you end up in my fingertips. Yeah. And, and you end up sitting next to them at a traffic light because they've weaved their way to the front, but you have still caught up because they really didn't manage to accomplish anything except put their, their lives at risk. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I've let slip when I, Oh, Kathy said, well, you know what I've let slip when I've been tailgated? <laughs> yes, I do know. Yeah, and we, we probably have was, to. It was not appropriate for the show. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we're trying to read it. Did you see it? What? Oh, okay, yes, I did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. Okay. But the weavers, can I just say, they're my least favorite people on the planet. And even yeah. if, like, there's no reason for you to be so frigging obnoxious. And I don't know why I get so upset. But I feel like people like that think they're the only people that matter. And they just weave and weave. And they're like putting everybody's lives at danger. We're all trying to like just balance it out. So stop being selfish. If you're a weaver, stop it right now. Okay, sorry. I'm being judgmental. So, I said there was yeah, no so judgment. I was going to say that. So we are going to be a little judgmental today, apparently. We're judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing the rules today. Okay. <laughs> We're changing the rules. Okay, so the third thing, no turn signal, right? Have you ever been in a situation where there's somebody and you're like, oh, 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 of course you're turning. If only there had been some way to signal your intent to do that. You know, that would have been nice. But yeah, I get a little a little upset. Hi, <laughs> well, like they're there. Please use them, right? We, I found this meme that says, have you ever noticed that anybody driving slower than you is an idiot? Mm-hmm. And anyone going faster than you is a maniac. Absolutely. Why yeah. can't they all just get the the memo? Yeah, why that can't we they all need like to drive us? like me? I'm never the idiot. I'm never the the maniac ever. <sighs> Yesterday, oh my Fine. goodness, there was a guy who was like traveling so close behind me that I literally pulled over and let him go, and he like flew past me and flipped me off like I was doing something wrong. All I did was give him room, and then of course I called him something I shouldn't have, and then he pulled off into the into a like a um a convenience store. I was like, what is he going to get his cigarettes or something? He's in a hurry. And he like slams his door and runs out. And I'm thinking, and I just looked at Peyton because she was with me. She's always experiencing this with me, which bothers me a little bit. <laughs> and I go, I go clearly, you know, he had to go and, and do that. I, I, he's just clearly in a bad, bad mood. But anyway, all right. So no turn signal. What's next, Marie? So the next one is slowly merging into traffic. So I, I just, I've always wanted to do a class on this. Because I know how to do it, but a lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. If you are going 30 miles an hour and you're trying to merge into 65 mile an hour traffic, Mm -hmm. um, the the 65 mile an hour cars are not the problem. You are. Because you have to yield. We're so judgy today. I'm sorry. This is I'm just, this is driver's ed. Maybe we need to go to therapy before we yes, talk before about we, this. Before we did, no, but seriously, you have to get up to speed in order to merge. It's and called an acceleration lane, not a deceleration lane. <laughs> right? I feel so bad right now. No, it's okay. None of our friends do this. Y'all don't do that. I know you don't. Okay, so how about driving slow in the left lane? Okay, when when there's somebody there and then everybody starts passing them on the right, dude, get to the right, like move over. What are you doing? Like so, stop. So that's the law in Minnesota. You are not, if you are in the left lane, it is a passing lane. 
And so if you're not passing traffic, you're supposed to be in the right lane. Do you Mm. think people abide by that law? Mm. No, probably not. I saw a meme with that dude. What's the guy like the Dos Equis dude with the suit and like the beard? Oh, he looks like Kenny Rogers, but he does. Don't know his name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it says I don't always pass slow drivers, but when I do, I check to see if they look as stupid as they drive. <laughs> they usually do. So, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, if we would slow down and like look in a car and catch eye contact, like it would be so different. We would they would it would humanize them or something. I don't know. All right. So the next one, what would it be? So the next one is passing on a two-lane road. And I have a story here. It was really scary. And uh, actually, we have a couple stories like that. Leslie's going to tell one too. But it's a two-lane road. Uh, I recently made a trip to Utah and we drove and I was driving through Wyoming. And it was a two-lane road. And there were three cars in front of me and a semi was in the front. And the car in front of me was like way back. Like it was taking its time. So I, I was behind him for a while. We were going like 10 under the speed limit. And I thought there was nobody coming. We were so remote. We had no cell signal. I mean, it was the middle of nowhere, literally. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I decided I was just going to pass the car in front of me and then get back over and then work my way up to the front, hopefully. Well, the guy in front of me decided he didn't want me to pass. So as soon as I started passing, he sped up oh. and, um, I literally, by the time I got to the place where I thought I could pull over in front of him, he had sped up so much I couldn't. I had to pass all three cars and the semi. I had to go like 100 miles an hour <gasps> to get around all these cars because this guy would not let me he over. He wanted it with his road. Didn't he was, you see the memo? Yeah, it was I don't know why road. he did it. I was asking why he get in front of them. They feel like they have just lost all of their... Um, rights in the world. I don't know. I don't well, like when people get in front of me if I'm going to speed. Now, if I was going slow, I would understand. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what was happening. And I waited several minutes for him to take his time to pass and he didn't. So, um, but anyway, then he did, he passed all those cars and got behind me to tailgate me as long as he could, then went around me going like a hundred miles an hour, got way ahead of me and then slowed down. I felt like I was on Christmas vacation. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It was oh. it, like when they get under the semi and they're yeah. st- <laughs> <laughs> It was Christy Brinkley. <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. I've but- said, oh, my word. So glad God was with you, Marie. Yes. He well, definitely wait till you hear was. the next one. This one's oh. even worse. Yeah. So, okay. So here's another thing that, that bothers us on the road is semis. Um, and I have the utmost respect for semi drivers. Like, I, I get that it's a tough thing. Um, but... Who we we Marie and I are scared of them because of what happened to us. This was when Bobby, who is now what, 33, 34? Four, 34. He's 34 now. When he was a baby, gosh, we're so old. What the I heck? <laughs> I used to think 34 was old. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm back. Sorry. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so we're driving down this two-lane road and this semi is like on my tail. And I'm going the speed limit, maybe even faster. But he did not think for a second that I was going fast enough. So he went to pass me. And when, when he passed me or when he tried, I slowed down a little bit because I was like, this is dangerous. It was not a dotted line. It was Mm -hmm. a dual line. And we were going around this like hill that you couldn't see the other side of. Well, wouldn't you know, another semi was coming right at him. So he comes right on out. He decided he was going to go on back onto our side of the road. And like, knocked us off the road and there was ditches everywhere. Like we almost went in a ditch, but then Marie, I don't know if you even remember saying this, but you said, go there. (laughs) And I looked and there was this, this break in the ditches. It wasn't a road, but it was a break in the ditches about as wide as our car. I kid you not. And I just pulled over and went into the, and that semi just kept going. But the one that he was almost ran into pulled over and came to check on us. But the weird thing is, is Marie and I and Bobby, who was a baby at the time, well, Marie and I were just cracking up laughing. I've never had anything that scary happen to me before. And I, Mm -hmm. how weird that we 
what the heck's the matter with us? Why do we laugh? It was, it, I have, I mean, if there's a such thing as miracles, because those words came out of my mouth, this yeah. area appeared out of nowhere. It was all really, ditch, yeah. all ditch. there's yeah. this tiny little spot. And right at the right moment, these words come out of my mouth. We go off the road and we're like, we're alive. And it, yeah. we, we would have all three been gone. So it would have been really bad. My mom, mom, could you imagine mom's watching? Yeah. She would have been so sad. Mom wants to know how to get to be a top fan. I didn't I know we know. had them. Did we have that? <laughs> we have top fans? <laughs> I was, I don't know. I think, okay, if we did, I have a feeling I know who they'd be. But um, anyway, and Nancy says, oh my gosh, that would be so scary. Yes, God's angels were with you guys. Yeah. Yes, they, he don't, he was like all over that moment. And um, it was very scary. But that's why we have a kind of a fear of semis. To be honest, they don't, they need more time to be able to stop. They're yeah. so big and they're usually carrying a heavy load. Um, I just don't understand. So, and it wasn't a passing area. It was, no, it was not. Line. It was, awful. he was absolutely wrong. And he would have had our blood on his hands had God not said, nope, it's not time for them mm -hmm. to go yet. So that's why we, I think maybe have carried over a little bit of, you know, upsetness. Um, I don't know. Bev is answering our question. She's a top fan. Ha ha. I think Facebook does it. Yeah, I think so too. I think if you comment and you're involved and you watch our lives, I think you can be a top fan. I don't know what, what that means, but hey. <laughs> There's no coffee mug involved. <laughs> <laughs> Although we, we love you very much. I, that's pretty cool. We have top fans. I didn't even know we had fans. Okay. So let's talk about the psychology of road rage a little bit because we did do some research. We didn't oh, want to come on here and just be like, we hate people who do this. We actually wanted to have some information for you. Um, so we, we found this uh, from psychology today, Dr. Stephen Rideboard. He is talking about road rage and he says it's all in your head. He said, um, what's going on in a practical sense, the initial harm is often trivial. A moment's delay at a stop sign would be ignored under other circumstances. The real trigger is what the behavior says about the perpetrator's attitude, or more precisely, how it was interpreted by the victim. Now, see, this is huge. The perpetrator is the person who does something wrong. The victim, quote unquote, he puts it in quotes. <laughs> it's like you're really not a victim. Um, it, but but you assume that you are. You, It's like you're you're judging that person's mode. Like they were out to get you. So you feel like a victim, but in reality, maybe they were on their way somewhere quickly, or maybe, you know, somebody was in labor, maybe they were late for a really big appointment or something, you know, the, you, we just don't know what's going on. So did the aggressive driver proclaim his time was more valuable? That's a question you ask yourself. Did he disregard or disrespect the other driver? Was it a power play, a demonstration that I can do whatever I want and you're powerless to stop me? Was it contemptuous? I don't have to wait for the likes of you. You're beneath my consideration. Actually, and he says this, and this really convicted me. He said, the offended driver really doesn't know. One reason road rage is so prevalent is the outsides of motor vehicles are inscrutable. We can't read the nonverbal cues of other drivers. A car with a mean, aggressive driver who couldn't care less about whether or not you live or die looks very much like a car with a driver who honestly thought it was his turn to enter into the intersection and who would be mortified to know that you were offended or frightened as a result of his actions. Think about that. Mm -hmm. While you were cursing and giving the finger, he may have been wincing and muttering, oops, I'm so sorry, but that was inside his own car. You didn't know. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. And, and I, I do, I have to be very intentional and try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Right. Um, in a, especially in like a roundabout or at a four-way stop sign or, you know, people who come to a roll, slow roll, and then just go through, right. even though you're stopped. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. drives me crazy. But I thought, um, I, I found this, it was a, like an ad placed in a newspaper mm -hmm. because this person felt so bad about something that happened when they were driving. And mm -hmm. it says, Driver who beeped at me for going out of turn at the four-way stop, 13th in Belmont, 6 p.m. Thursday the 20th. <laughs> Very specific. I was wrong. I was wrong. You were right. Sorry. Oh, my goodness. They <laughs> took an so ad bad. out in the paper for that. <laughs> to say that. To apologize because they did go out of turn. And I'm like, well, I never feel that bad. But 
Well, and to be honest, they probably forgot about it five minutes later. Most mm -hmm. people, it's like you get so mad, and then five minutes later, you're like, what? Oh, yeah, that. Oh, right, right. But well, the, the guy said, he said, road rage is nearly always self-generated. This is something that you come up with yourself. It's like, and my kids have told me that. They've said to me, mom, they're not out to get you. They don't care that you exist. You are non-existent to them. They are just on the road and they're probably on a phone call and don't even know what they're doing. Have you ever done that? Like been on a phone call and you're driving, you're like, how did I even get here? Like, what was the course I took? It's like autopilot. So if they're being a jerk, I would guarantee you that nine times out of 10, they don't really mean to be and they don't even realize it. Well, they're probably I, just, I hope you know. they're hands free at least. Well, yeah. Well, most of them are because you don't see them on the phone and you assume mm -hmm. they're just being a jerk. But really, maybe they're in a bad conversation with somebody. Maybe they're mad about something. That, you know, I heard a pastor say once, he said, you know, if we would take the scriptures that say, um, you know, do unto others as you, you would have them do unto you. And also to think of others as better than ourselves. If we would take those two scriptures and like, apply them to our lives every day. He said, one example would be if someone cuts you off in traffic, you would think to yourself, well, of course you're better than me. Go on. You deserve to be in front of me because you are better than me. And, and I just giggled and I'm like, really? So then I tried doing that for a while, but I found I was pretty cynical when I did it. So mm -hmm. I decided not, that wasn't a good idea. I was like, of course you're better than me. I didn't mean it. I was like, oh yes, of course you're better than me because you're always better than me. And I was like, that makes it worse. So but truly, if we thought of others as better than ourselves, it may work out a little better for us. You well, have a story, right? I do. Um, but first, I'm just going to finish up with this with this article said, because okay. it goes along with what you're saying, that road okay. rage, therefore, is nearly always self-generated. It's all in your head. Mm. Do you tend to think of others as mean-spirited opportunists, ready to take advantage of you, disdainful of your wants and needs? Or do you give strangers the benefit of the doubt, assume they meant no harm and didn't aim to insult or diminish you? Okay. Ouch. Yeah, I know. And I do. I make assumptions. And you know what they say about making assumptions? I won't say it. We won't talk about that. But do I tend to think of others as mean-spirited opportunists where you take advantage of me? No. In reality, I, in everyday in reality, life. Yeah, but, but if not. you put them in a car, especially a sports car or a, I don't know what it is about like middle-aged men in pickup trucks. They're just mm -hmm. so mean or, or a mom with 12 kids in her, you know, suburban who's like cutting everybody <laughs> off trying to get to the next thing. I, there's like all these different things that you see and you're like immediately you're in offensive that I would never, if I was face to face with them, it would never cross my mind that they were out to get me, but all of a sudden they right. are. Yeah. Well, and it's because they've got that car around them and they are faceless mm. and there's no personality there. All it is is a car mm. and you've decided that that person is bad. And if we could just decide that, give them the benefit of the doubt, maybe they're driving that way because their wife's in labor and they're headed to the hospital. Just give right. them the benefit of, I know it's probably not Yeah, true, yeah, whatever. But, but anyway, or, or maybe just say, okay, I'm not going to go there. You know, I'm not going to be so tightly wound that I make everybody else miserable around me. I, the only way I cannot have road rage, honestly, is to go the speed limit and stay in the right lane. The minute I engage and go into that left lane and start playing ball with the <laughs> literally the jerks of the world, I, I just lose myself. I have got to just stay to the I mean, literally stay to the right, go the speed limit, let people do what they will and and just they don't expect you, you know, anything of you at that point, except just right. to pass you. And well, I don't and care. That's, that's what being intentional is. And it, it's a lot like the, you know, when you're on the internet, mm -hmm. you know, you do things in a car you wouldn't do if you were in front of somebody. And you do the same thing when you're on the internet. Sometimes you say things that maybe you wouldn't say yeah, or face to face with people, especially people that you actually like or love. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, so I think, though, the, the key really is you said that works for you. Mm -hmm. That's what I need to do. And that's what you need to do. And so I need to leave a little earlier, go the speed limit and just don't. I mean, literally, honestly, it, there's like this button that gets pushed the minute I get in that left lane of anxiety of mm -hmm. I just can't wait to get back over in the right lane. Mm -hmm. But the guy in front of me is going too slow. But once you get over there, you're fair game to anybody mm -hmm. who wants to come up on your grill. It's mm -hmm. awful. It drives me nuts. <laughs> Sorry. Do you see how mad I get? 
I do. I have issues. I have issues. I, I need therapy. <laughs> Is there therapy for this? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So I do have, well, we have a serious issue or there was a serious incident in our family um, year, I think at least 10 years ago, if not more. Um, it, my daughter was involved in, in a road rage incident. She wasn't the rager, but she was um, <laughs> raged against. But um, she was sitting in the passenger seat of a friend's car when they pulled to a four-way stop. And the man in the car next to them spit on their car for no reason whatsoever. He just like spit on it. And they were like, couldn't believe what was going on. But they, anyway, they kept driving and they were headed in the same direction and they get to a stoplight. And um, so they're turning left and this guy was going to go straight and he jumps out of his car and he starts pounding on the passenger side window, which was where Mandy was sitting. Then he opened the car and grabbed her arm and put her arm behind her back and held her up against the car <gasps> and tore limit uh, ligaments in her arm when he did it. And um, then what was the next thing? Oh, the, the girls in the car that were with her were throwing things. Like I know a bottle of Febreze got, got <laughs> oh thrown at him for some reason, but um, anyway, for whatever reason, he just let go and got back in his car and drove away, but you know, they had his license plate <sighs> number and he had a record because he had had a DUI and the cops were able to get his <laughs> fingerprints from him oh. pounding on their window. Yeah. And um, and he was arrested. We had to go to court. Um, he had to pay her medical expenses. Um, he had to go to anger management. And I think he had community service. But yeah, it was an assault charge. It was so scary. And did I he, can't did even she ever find it. out why he was so mad? What did they do? If, if and you would have heard thing. him, if you would have heard him in court, he was like this law abiding good citizen. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah. You don't get out of your car and start beating up on teenagers if no. you're that. I'm sorry. But right. the thing is, I mean, that is actually a really good point because if you think about it, he was mad at something that they did that they really had no idea. Like they don't even, he I don't took even it know. personal. He took it personal. He yeah. figured they were out to get him. They had no idea he was even around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, he's like a 30 something year yeah. old guy. That's terrible. I feel like the people who have chronic road rage need to listen to this podcast, but mm. they're such jerks that they could care less. All of Good us point. on here do care though, which is why we're listening and wanting to learn. <laughs> I hope we teach you something, yeah. but wish the people who really need this could hear this stuff. All yeah. we can do is set an example. That's yeah, all we can you, do. Thank you, Sabrina. Thanks, That's Sabrina. a great, great comment. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing to me just how... I don't know, crazy we can get. And now people, you know, are packing heat. I'm always like, just don't, just mm-hmm. be nice. Like, don't even look at them because they're going to, you just, you don't know. Sorry. So, so I am a horn blower. Oh, like, no. Marie, you got no, no, to put to yourself. Only in good situations, like our safe situations. Um, man, it was absolutely out of the blue. No reason. This is, she's referring to her story. So Mandy. bizarre. Still remember his license plate to this day. She does. She remembers his name, his license plate number, um, because it was so scary, traumatic even. Well, especially if you're minding your own business, you're just hanging out with your friends and all of a sudden somebody's mad at you and you're like, what I do? What I do? And I guess I don't want to be like the guy who did that. So I need to stop being mad. I'm never going to get out of my car. Are you kidding me? Right. No, that's just stupid. But, but I do get, I take things personally and I get very upset, but that's a really good thing for me to remember that my niece, you know, could have been the jerk in that person's eyes and they mm-hmm. did nothing at least right. not intentionally. they don't know what happened they don't know Golly. why he did what he did they don't know or if mm. they do they haven't told me man <laughs> anyway so the root cause let's talk about the root cause of road rage because that's probably a big idea um you know that familiar tightening feeling the red tinge to your vision Some bozo cuts you off, speeds up as you're about to pass, is going under the limit in the left lane, doesn't signal, is on the phone, keeps you from making the light, and then makes you tense up just thinking about it, doesn't it? I mean, yes. (laughs) Actually, my, my blood pressure just shot up, I think. One study estimates that more than half of all drivers have experienced a surge of road rage at some point in their lives. Really? That's it? I thought it would be higher. Um, maybe they're all in Utah because it feels like, I don't know, everybody's mad in Utah. All right. Road ragers don't see the offender as a person. The heavy metal of a car is a safe haven. Road ragers don't think about the consequences or even about other people on the road as real people with real families. 
much like on the internet. Yeah. So think about being in a grocery store line, which can also get stressful and annoying. Am I right? But in the grocery store line, everyone involved is a real person. The woman with the screaming kid is clearly a mother. The woman fumbling with the credit card machine is someone's grandmother. So thinking of it that way, it's like, okay, so if this is a person, I need to remember that they have a story. They have people who love them. Even if they're the crappiest person on the road and there are crappy people on the road, they still are loved by somebody. There's something going on that's making them feel that way. I need to, this is what I've been praying for is like a heart to love those people instead of being so angry. You know what I mean? That's good. I, I just, that's a great way to, to like, deal with it. And even the prayer, like, God, show me these people the way you see them, because I'm not seeing them in a good light right now. Um, <laughs> and then just kind of wait and see what he does might help. Yeah, I, I found this meme. And um, it's this guy driving down the road. He says, I realized I was aggress- an aggressive driver when my four-year-old yelled, pick a lane, fool, from the seat in the grocery <laughs> cart. Oh, no, <laughs> in the grocery cart. Oh, and that's another thing to think about too. Like, what are you saying? What are your kids hearing? Yes, yes. And and if they do hear you say it, how do you talk to them about that? Like, like my daughter heard me say a really bad word on the way to a church retreat that I was speaking at. Um, That must have confused her. So I really, I was like, okay, so here's what happened. You know, I, I got mad. I shouldn't have done that. That was wrong you know, admitting that you're wrong, teaching your kids maybe by experience instead of like just telling them not to do it and then doing it yourself um, may be helpful. So, but if you're prone to road rage, we have a couple of ideas and and things to help you get through it. Marie, you want to start us off? Sure. The first one is get sufficient rest. Lack of sleep leads to loss of control. Are you sleeping well? Mm, Lately... No. And you know what? You're right. I think that does have something to do with it because I used to get road rage really bad when I did the morning show, a Christian morning show. (laughs) I am not making Jesus look very good, but I would, I was so tired and somebody, I remember somebody cut me or she cut me off and then I was behind her and she was going really slow. So I tailgated her like a jerk. I mean, a jerk. So she pulled over to the side of the road and I passed her and I bawled my eyes out. I was like, Lord, I'm the jerk today. Who was that person? Who am I right now? I mean, it was terrible. So, and I, but, but in retrospect, the times where I'm not getting good, restful sleep, I do get a little more frustrated. So um, another one is limit alcohol. Uh, it says alcohol can make you rageful. That's interesting. I don't, what the heck are you doing on the road if you're drinking alcohol? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Okay. But I wonder if that might be like, maybe if you're like drinking too much, when you're not driving and then maybe you're just not getting enough sleep or maybe you're, I don't know, going through withdrawals, whatever. Alcohol usually isn't, you know, going to help with anything. No, no. (laughs) Um, Okay. So leave earlier for your destinations. That 10 second wait won't bug you as much. And it is seconds, isn't it? We get so mad and it's so stupid. Really, well, I I like to be on time. I'm I get very very stressed out when I'm late. And Bob yeah. the opposite. Bob couldn't care less if we're on time. Could yeah. not, not care less. Yeah. And um and so there's <laughs> I just like if we are like right on the edge of being late. I'm I'm like I beeped his horn once. He was driving and I reached over and beeped the horn because I thought, and he's like, don't you ever do that again. (laughs) Oh, I don't like beeping my horn. I don't want people to see me. I don't want to bring any attention to me at all. (laughs) I always feel so bad. Like if somebody can't see the light and they're like on their phone or something, I'm like, do I beep? Do I do it? And then I just go, you know, just a quick one, just so they hear it. And then I, and then I go, it's okay. It's okay. Like, so they can see me, you know, I'm not mad. I just, it's okay. I just don't want anybody getting mad at me on the road. They, you don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, so the next thing you can do, play soothing music. I absolutely love this. Yeah. This is true. I actually have playlists for when I drive yeah. with like really slow, you know, I, people who can drive with that like raging <laughs> music behind. It's like, like a soundtrack to their soundtrack. To, it's like, what is that movie with all the race cars? <laughs> Not race cars, but you know, the one with Vin Diesel. Oh, the Fast and the Furious. Yes, it's like Fast and the Furious. If you're if you got music on like that, you're probably going to be the jerk on the road. So maybe slow the music down a little bit. Maybe that, it'll help. That is a really good one. It does help me. And that, you know what's even better is 
if, if you're a believer and you, you like this worship music, because man, then you're not thinking at all about anything like that. It's very nice. So yeah, that's okay. good. Put pictures of your loved ones on the dashboard. <laughs> you want to come home to them. I don't know if I'd go that far. That's I mean, a little weird. If you really struggle though, yeah, it, might, mean, it might be helpful. If you know, I like if the you're the jerk. Yeah. I feel like if you're the jerk that's cutting everybody off and being the weaver, you need that picture on your, but you're probably not going to do that because mm-hmm. you're probably very selfish anyway. Um, I'm being very judgmental. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> my heart is like racing. I'm like, oh, this makes me so mad. Okay. Remember this behavior can cost you in more ways than one. This is something I need to remember. People don't think about that. This can have a high price tag, even if no one is hurt or killed. Tickets, lawyers, court costs, damage to vehicles, insurance rates. When that dude got out of his car and grabbed your daughter. That cost him. That cost him big time. And mm-hmm. not only that, but like, what good did it do? They didn't even do anything. Like, think about that. It's so yeah. stupid. So, but you know, there's also some things we want to talk about real quick. Um, if you're threatened by somebody who's raging. You know, if somebody's coming up on you and they're tailgating you, they're flipping you off or whatever, these are the things that you want to do. So if you are being tailgated, especially like if you're in the left lane, um, get in the right lane. I mean, for some people, I really believe that some people, and I'm not saying anybody in in this bubble (laughs) do this, but they get in that left lane and they feel like some sense of power with yeah. that line behind them, right? Yeah, I'm the, holding you up. Look what I'm doing. And, and and I'm going the same speed as the person in the right lane. <laughs> and you should feel as bad for doing something like that, playing those kind of games as yeah. you would if, you know, you were tailgating somebody. Yeah, yeah. So don't do that or change so. lanes. Well, and if someone wants to pass you, just let them. I don't know why I get so mad when they do that because honestly, I don't care. You want to be a jerk? You want to go fast? You can get pulled over. Can I tell you the most satisfying thing in the world? When somebody is weaving and passing and being a complete jerk on the road and three miles up the road, you see them pulled over. I just want to just shout hallelujah. There is justice in the world. It makes me so happy. So, but if they want to pass you, just slow down and let them. Who cares? It's not, they don't, they don't care about you. They're going to forget about you in two seconds. The only thing that you are is an obstacle to them. You're not a person. They don't care about your life. Just let them go. Yep. Uh, Don't return gestures. So what do you mean? No. (laughs) So there's this bird. (laughs) So is it this? Those of you who are listening and can't see, it is, wait, we just did the it friends. friends. Yeah, it was the friends. Um, but yeah, seriously, it's like, it's so tempting. Mm. But, I mean, you just don't know if they have a gun in their car. You don't, yeah. you just don't know. And it's not worth on. it. It's, it's not worth they're it. nobody to you. Yeah. They're nobody. Yeah. So Well, and stay behind the person who is angry at all costs. They can do a lot less damage if you're behind them. Now, I have done this before and they have slowed down. They want me to pass them so they can pass me again and flip me the bird. And I I don't know why, but some people are just mad. They're just mad all the time. That happened in Wyoming, that story I told earlier where I let this guy get way ahead of me. And then all of a sudden he slowed down and I was catching up and I didn't want to. So I actually, I just got off. And mm. did like five minutes and then got back on the road. Mandy said that happened yesterday to me driving back from up north. This guy hauling a boat wouldn't get off my butt. I was going eight over, but I moved to the right lane. Five minutes later, I saw him pulled over. Oh, that is the most satisfying thing ever. I yes. love it. Get it, Mandy. <laughs> Man, I know that felt good. We are You're so like, bad. oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So go ahead, Marie. You get the next one. If necessary, pull off the road or take an exit and let them go by. You know what? And that's what I just said. I mean, yeah. and that is, I'm, look at me mm. taking my own advice before you I You were so it. good. Yeah, well, so you know good. what? I've done that before. I've been in like this funky, have you ever been in like a weird, like the, there's like too many trucks and people are tailgating and you're just like, I don't like the funk that I'm in. It, it's a flow. It's like a flow, a funky flow. And so I have literally gotten off an exit and then gotten right back on just to get out of that funky flow. 
because I could yeah. tell my my I was getting stressed about it. Like, oh my gosh, I don't like any of these people. I want to go hang out with people who are listening to soothing music. People who listen to Midlife Madness podcast. That's what I want to do. Anyway. Okay. And some experts say that you shouldn't make eye contact. However, the author doesn't agree with this. They said, I believe you must look at the person, see them as a person. And what if you have to identify them later? That's scary, but it's true. Mm -hmm. um, in a way, I, I actually agree with that. I think you should look at them, let them see you as a person who's not mad, hopefully. And if you are mad, maybe you could like hide it a little bit and um, and just kind of let that person go. Because again, it's just not worth it. And and some really horrible things have happened as a result of people just losing their minds on the road. And I just think right now, everybody's mad anyway. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's so bad right now. A lot of people are mad. And, and because they're mad, they're making choices that they normally wouldn't make. So maybe giving each other the benefit of the doubt. I know you didn't mean that, you know, and like yesterday I did something on the road and I remember I, Peyton was with me, God bless her. And I said, I go, Peyton, I was the jerk right there. That was me. I was the jerk. Like I admitted it. And I, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And, and I tried, you know, to be kind after I did it, but I was just trying to pass somebody and, and I did, oh, I did a jerky what? thing. You know, you should, you should put an ad in the newspaper. Oh, you're right. I should. <laughs> Because I'm sure they're going to read it. I don't even remember who I was a jerk to or even what I did. I just remember being very adamant to let her know, okay, what I just did is what you don't want to do. That was jerky. But, you know, what if somebody did that to me and I saw them do that and then they were actually like, oh, gosh, that was a jerky thing to do. And I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at them. I'd be like, you're right. That was a jerky thing. And then we'd be like friends and they'd go like this and then it would be over. <laughs> goodness. Oh. So, so road rage is definitely a thing. And it's, I don't know, maybe it is a midlife. Um, you know, it gets worse in midlife. I don't know. I get more mad at like the stereotypical, like, you know, the, the teenage boy in a, in a sports car weaving. And I'm like, of course you have your whole life ahead of you. You don't think you're ever going to die, but you're taking everybody's life in there in your hands right now. So I think I do kind of get worse as I get older, you know, because I know stuff. I've learned things the hard way and it's hard. It's hard to see people so angry, but then I get angry too. So anyway, did you learn anything today? I did. <laughs> you I did. Relearn something. I, I like, you know, the idea of the more calm music because I do, yeah. I love listening to loud music in my car. Maybe that's like, maybe that's I, where I you're mad. It. It's like a soundtrack, right? It's like, right, ooh, right. it's fast music. I need to drive fast. Mm -hmm. So maybe I just need to listen to quieter music. Go the speed I'm limit. Driving. Go the speed limit. Trust yeah. that, you know. Well, almost the speed limit. Well, I mean, you know, there's that. <laughs> what is it? Nine, less eight. than nine in your mind. I do eight. I do or, eight over. If I you're over nine, control. you're mine. I think is what it, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to test that out because there are some areas where you're like, oh, he just waiting to pull me over. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Anyway, so today we do hope you learned something. I hope you got some good out of it. I, you, All of you now know that I have road issues. Road, I don't want to say rage. I get road mad. I don't that, get rage. Because rage, good. I get road mad because I, I feel like road ragers are like the ones that pull people out of cars and do stupid things. I don't do that. I just get mad and call people bad names. You get, that I really need to work on. You get road offended. Well, I do. And I I do. I do. And I remember one time I was like, instead of like calling them a bad word that I don't even normally say in everyday life, I would say, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. As they would, you know, cut me off and weave. That helps. Uh, but then I would be like, God bless you. <laughs> like, my heart really isn't there. I'm lying. I don't mean it. So I don't know. This is this is a this is a thing. We need to we need to check into like seeing if there is some help we can get and then do like a maybe a, a follow-up podcast on how once we got help with our road madness or offended issues. Anyway. Well, and the problem is that when you do something behind the wheel that ticks somebody off, then you are putting yourself at risk. If you do yeah at somebody for so doing something that's silly. They, mm -hmm. you just don't know what's going on in their life. They may have nothing to lose. You know what I mean? 
That's so sad. I know it is sad. I, but- I genuinely love people. That's why it yeah. like bothers me. I don't like this part of myself and I do want to change it. So I am going to take some of these things that we've talked about and I'm going to apply them. And that'll be our, even your homework this week. Like start taking some of these things and maybe praying that God would show them the way he sees them. Maybe praying that you won't be as as angry. You know, when you get behind the wheel, make sure you have enough time to get to where you're going. So you don't get mad when somebody cuts you off or won't let you in. Um, Because you know, it's going to happen. I don't know. It's kind of like praying for patience though. You pray (laughs) for patience and then all kinds of crappy things start happening to, you know, test your patience. So anyway, we, we loved hanging out with you today. You guys, this was a really good one. I, I actually enjoyed kind of getting it out. I always feel like when you say something out loud, it loses its grip in your heart. So maybe this, now that I've talked about it and I've confessed it, it will stop tormenting me and, and maybe I'll be able to make better choices. That's a girl can dream. Yes. Am I right? I, I think so. <laughs> Well, if you enjoyed our podcast, we would absolutely love to have you be part of our community. Uh, You can join us on our Facebook page, Midlife Madness Podcast. We also have a website where we post everything and we'll even have some of these notes and things for you uh, uploaded there. Probably, I'm going to say by the end of the week, I'm in the middle of moving and I don't want to put a time restraint on this, but as soon as possible. Um, And that website is midlifemadnesspodcast.com. And if you like hanging out with us, because we love hanging out with you, just add us to your favorite podcast subscriptions. Give us a rating, a review. This will really help us build the Midlife Madness community. So So we leave you with this today. May your objective be safely arriving as you show grace when you're out there driving. Oh, very nice. (laughs) And Bev says... This was a great podcast. I usually never make comments or only one or two. I was on a roll today. (laughs) And then mom said, Bev, it's because you're a top fan. (laughs) You go, girl. Bev is our top fan. I love it. Hey, you guys, we love you. We will see you next week. I'm not quite sure what we're going to talk about. I don't want to commit to that yet because right now all I'm doing is moving. And it's, uh, it's all I can do. But I do look forward to hanging out with you. We will be here next Monday probably the same time. We'll try to be more consistent with the timing now. Um, But we love you and we look forward to hanging out with you next week. Marie, do you have any final words today? No, just don't forget. (laughs) Don't forget what? (laughs) I already forgot. (laughs) You, you are enough. Oh yeah. You're enough right where you are. I forgot. I always forget that. (laughs) I'm trying to thing that I have to remember and I'm like, what? What do you want me to say? Love you guys. Have a good we would have we would have edited this if we were recording. We're never doing that again. I like being stupid and on live. I think it's fun. I think it makes us more real. Okay. Okay. Love you guys. Have a good week. We'll talk Bye. to you next week.